Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for sticking around here. Hour number two of Oilers Now with Cam Moon and Brendan Escott. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. It's the ideal place to start your daily vacation. How nice would that be to sink into, especially if you were subject to that Elks game? I'll say I didn't walk in my front door until about 20 after 11 last night, and it would have been nice to sink into a hot tub and mm. let my sorrows melt away. Sure, yeah. Instead, I look at an 0-6 football team. They, uh, they're going to run the gauntlet coming up, too, by the way. They have got Winnipeg, and then they got BC, and they got a bye week. They got Winnipeg again. Hey, this one could go on for a while. Yep. It could go on for a while, and it's... Uh, <laughs> It's disappointing. I understand why there's a lot of text here, even though it is Oilers now. Even though we just mentioned the Elks thing, and at the beginning of the show, we had a lot of texts come in. They need to change their name back. This curse is going to continue. I hope the Elks never win again. Go Eskimos, go. That's not why they're losing. They're losing because they're not good enough at the quarterback position, and they make horrendous errors at key times of the football game. They don't know how to win right now. Like Winning at some point becomes a skill, doesn't it? Haven't we just gone through this with Edmonton where you sort of are learning each step of the way through failure what it takes to actually win? Didn't we learn this in 1983 when the Oilers walked down the hallway and there was no celebration in the Islanders' room? Haven't we known this for 40 years? I don't know, man. We're all trying to figure it out together. Yes. I hope it gets better (laughs) soon. Soon, please. 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort Casino hotline is open for you right now. Doug, I'm going to get to you in a second, but not before I say the River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement, bet on it. You can also text us, 780-496-0063, on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. They are open Monday to Saturday. Give us a call right now if you would like to get in on uh, well any of the conversation. I'm going to uh, shape this shortly. But right now, we're going to leave it <laughs> wide open for Doug. Doug, you've got Oilers on your mind. I'd love to hear what you have to say. For sure. Uh, I'll tell you what, Cam, Brendan. Uh, told Bob this last year, beginning of the year, uh, Oilers' uh, fortunes are going to go as good again as what our goal is going to be again this year. Is it going to improve? 
Is it going to stay the same? Uh, I can't tell you that. Being a former goalie, I just know that that position has to be solid. Uh, you got to have one guy that kind of takes the reins as best he can and, and guides the ship. Uh, but for, for faltering throughout the year, you can expect almost the same thing in the playoffs. So we'll see what happens. Uh, defense could be a stand another improvement, but it ain't going to happen. Uh, we've got no money, right? So bottom line is it's going to be de- depending on the goaltending. That's my comment on that. Uh, listen, guys, have you been hearing anything? Uh, uh, this is not to do with the Oilers, though. Uh, some rumors I'm hearing about Hockey Night in Canada. Have you heard anything about some of their personalities leaving? You know what? I, honestly, Doug, Cam and I have been talking about this kind of off the air. We we don't have any concrete information on this. I'm looking at the same rumors on Twitter that you and everybody else are right now, but as it stands right now, nothing concrete. The, the only thing that I kind of heard through the grapevine is it actually wasn't going to be as significant as it may have seemed uh, originally on the surface. So uh, all I can say right now is is maybe just, you know, wait and see because uh, I, I've seen some of the names floating around and I'm not 100% sure that that's going to end up in a mass exodus. Well, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I always... <laughs> Follow the money is one of the things sure. I go by, and this is Sportsnet's last year for uh, the, the contract, I believe it is. Uh, so going to the next year, they may want to get their ducks in a row to you know put a bid in and see what happens. I'm not sure how it's going to play out, right? But uh, eh, nothing surprises you anymore, right? So. Uh, certainly. <laughs> well, you're not wrong about the follow the money thing. And I'll tell you what, Doug, we've got John Shannon on all through the summer. He's sort of our resident television expert, if you will. And and as we find things out, we'll definitely make sure to uh, to, to find some answers that way. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much. And I want to also piggyback on something Doug said there about the goaltending, because this is yes. exactly where you were with uh, Joaquin Gage yesterday. So let's duck into our Oilers Now Audio Vault, uh, brought to you by Direct Workwear, who's excited to announce they are uh, opening a women's only workwear store just four doors north of their current Direct Workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. Find out more at womensworkwear.ca. Bit of a longer clip, so bear with us here, but uh, as Doug said or alluded to, Joaquin agrees. It seems like the Oilers, um, it's, it's going to be hinging on the goaltenders for a lot of this season. Season. Oh gosh! If I, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people are going to like what I kind of have to say, but if you look at last year, Stuart Skinner coming in, and I thought it was his time, and kind of didn't have a lot of pressure on. Him. You know, when you when you really look at it, they they make the the big signing with with Jack Campbell, thinking that he's going to be the kind of the man, still in a platoon type system, but I thought if you were to say that Stuart Skinner would have been the starting goalie at the beginning of last year, I don't think anybody would have would have predicted that. Just a phenomenal year by Stuart Skinner, but I think it's a little bit uh, and I think Skinner is great. I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Stuart Skinner, but I think a little bit of the of uh, the naivete, just not even realizing the situation he's in, just thrust into it, didn't have a time to really even look what was going on, established himself as a number one, becomes an all-star, has a kid, but he does this all without the the added weight of uh, of being considered a number one goalie. And as you know, Mooner, that's uh, to 
there's a difference from, from being the man and the guy who just waiting in the wings and ready to go. There, there's a little bit of added, uh, you, you put a, I don't think it comes from, from outside, but inward, you, you want to be the guy. And I just think that <laughs> from experience, having a kid and, and being a, being a, a, a relied upon goaltender, I think we might see, um, a little bit of a stumble, at least at the start of the year for Stuart Skinner to, to get, to get his game back to where it was last year. I, and I hate to say this and I hate to kind of predict, but I think just with the, uh, with the, with the great season he had, it's, he's going to, uh, there's going to be added pressure for him to, to kind of repeat that performance. And, and again, establish himself as number one, but when now that you look on the other side with Jack Campbell, I think he comes in now with a with a slight chip on his shoulder. I think I, you'd be crazy if he wasn't to. We're goalies. We're we're arrogant. You know that, and we want to be uh, relied upon the guy that the coach goes to at, at all times. He's going to be coming in with a different mindset. But I think that that provides the the uh, the competition level between two guys that's necessary for success in today's NHL. We don't see those guys that are going to play 65, 70 games because they just run out of gas at, at the end. And maybe that was a little bit of the case with Stuart Skinning having to having to carry the ball so long. So I like the goalies. I think I I, I do not like the talk of 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 bringing in someone else for Campbell. I think they're in a good situation where they have two capable NHL goalies that are that that can raise their game to a level that's that's uh, that's at the top of the league um, but it's going to take two and and we're just gonna uh, hopefully we just get that balanced effort throughout the whole season and then once playoff time comes around that's when someone that really has to their game to a level that that uh, that puts them in consideration for that there you go. So that is uh, former NHL goaltender, currently just an Oilers commentator. Joaquin Gage does some work on Oilers Plus. Uh, but the, it, that's a long thought process on next year's goaltending situation for Edmonton. And I think that, you know, fans need to uh, be prepared that it, it, it might look a little bit different. I don't know that Skinner's going to be able to carry as much of the mail, nor do I think that you want him to over the course of the regular season because you look in the playoffs ultimately what it meant. So, um, now having a year worth of them together and it, it, I don't think that it's like learning how to better deploy them but like you, you got to get more out of Jack Campbell to be able to deploy him more frequently in the regular season I don't know it's it's going to be a mixed bag and I, I don't think that anybody saw last year padding out the way that it did so I'm kind of I'm cautiously optimistic that Edmonton's goaltending will remain, but I think Doug makes a really good point. Do they have a defense that's willing, or a team defense even, that's capable, I suppose, of overcoming mediocre goaltending? Right now, I'd suggest no. Well, we that we will see. I it uh, As far as the goaltenders go in their, their ice time, I think that's going to be a, you earn it as you go. I think what Stuart Skinner did last season over the course of the regular season he has got himself into a position where you know uh, he can play and be successful at the NHL level. So it's not like you're dealing with an unknown. Uh, with Jack Campbell, he had an up-and-down season, but he has 
performed consistently at the NHL level prior to the prior to last year. So I, I think it's going to be kind of a you earn your your starts. And if you're you ride the hot hand, if a guy has things going really well, you let him roll a bit. And if it cools off, you go to the other guy, and then he gets his opportunity. And I think that's a healthy competition. At the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if the ice time is at least relatively close. And then whichever one you feel has been the better over the course of the year, that's your guy to start the playoffs. Doesn't mean it'll be your guy to end the playoffs. Who knows? There's so many different factors that can come into play, but I, I think it's going to be a, an open competition. And maybe that's why you know people are a little worried about this is because there's people out there who think that it should have been Jack Campbell to end the playoffs, even though it was Stuart Skinner to start the playoffs, and that wasn't the case, and Edmonton's playoffs ended earlier than they had hoped. Revisionist history is a very yeah. fun thing, though. It's very <laughs> fun. Uh, Rick is hanging out and wants to talk goaltending. Let's go to Rick on line one. What's on your mind, well, I can't believe what I'm hearing from uh, Walking Gage there. And and uh, are you still with me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just can't believe that. I, you know, and and listen, uh, I'm a sports guy, so I'm nothing more than a sports guy. I played hockey as a as a you know, community hockey, but listen, I can't believe that. I can't believe that someone within that organization thinks that those two are good enough. Skinner, first of all, is a is going to be a star in this league at some point, but that's years away. And and if you talk to anybody that knows anything about goaltending in the NHL, you, the, the average age where you uh, reach your peak is somewhere around twenty seven, twenty eight. Skinner's way too young, and it's the experience that you get between the age of twenty three, twenty four to twenty seven, twenty eight. So I guess the worry is for the fan. What happens to McDavid and Drysaddle? Their contracts are coming up, and, you know, they can uh, talk now like everything is fine, and don't worry, Edmonton's our city, it's not a big deal. But free agency comes around, or contract negotiations come around, and guess what? One of them leaves. I mean, if you, if you don't make a statement now, so uh, the people I know that are in the industry, like scouts and things like that, they say, there is no goalies out there to get. But here's the problem. Goaltending has been their problem for years. Years. And I'm a Ken Holland fan, by the way. But everybody previous to that, including Walking Gage saying this kind of stuff, that's really alarming. These guys, Campbell is not good enough. And Skinner won't be good enough for a number of years. But he's a rising star. Skinner is a, is is going to be a star in the NHL. There's no question about it. But Campbell is not good enough. He just isn't. And, and so All right, Rick. I think you got your point across there, Rick. I appreciate the call. Um, listen, you, you got a goaltender in Stuart Skinner that uh, that exceeded all expectations last year and is a Calder finalist. So to say that he's not good enough, I think, is 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 kind of an overreaction to maybe a shortcoming in the playoffs. Um, and, and fair enough. I mean, if you want to sit there and say that uh, neither one of those guys was going to lead this team, fine. You don't need a goaltender to lead this team. You need a goaltender to keep the team in games. And there was a lot of time throughout the year that Skinner was able to do that. I understand that Campbell was not. Campbell understands that Campbell was not. And yeah, the contract isn't spectacular. Of course it isn't. But you don't get the luxury of knowing a year from now what that contract is going to look like in the moment when that's the value for a starting goaltender. 
if they had gone into last year without Jack Campbell and they didn't have Stuart Skinner emerge, then what happens? Oh, yeah. You know, so this is where Edmonton's at. These are the guys. This is what they've committed to. And it might be down to how you're playing in front of them or how you're deploying the two of them. I, yeah. I, I just to yeah, think, I that think that's the reason that one of McDavid or Drysaddle is going to leave, though. Uh, I, that's that's incorrect. In I think opinion. Stuart Skinner's farther along than than maybe Rick does. Yep. Uh, because of the year that he had, and and be, it was in the the Calder Trophy consideration, uh, and didn't have his best playoffs but still I mean he's and, and well on his way that's his NHL resume his American yeah. Hockey League resume for, for what it's worth Rick is also pretty sparkling in terms of what he was able to do I think they won how many consecutive games did they win a couple years ago when Jay Woodcroft was the head coach of that team? Stuart Skinner was there for yep. that. He was there for their playoff runs. He was a big part of the success that this this group had in the minors. And now he, along with the likes of McLeod and some others, they're all graduating up together here. So I'd, I would agree with you, Cam, and that his development, it, it, it hasn't been skipped or accelerated. It, it's just kind of like, holy smokes, yep. they actually were able to do this. But they did it right. They did it along the same timeline that other teams work within their own goaltenders too. Yeah, and the reality is these are going to be the two guys going into the fall. And from the team's point of view, it's how do we make them the best we can possibly make them? And whether that's just competition within the two of them, whether it's playing better defensively as a team, whatever it may be, all of those things will contribute to making the goaltending better. Uh, Lisa has texted us to say the playoffs are a different beast. A goalie can be solid in the regular season, but you need a goalie who has proven they can stand on their head in the playoffs. Without that, there's no Stanley Cup in your future. Aiden Hill. Aiden Hill he is exactly my answer. <laughs> Aiden Hill. Till he did. And they're doing the Cup Tour somewhere in the near future. In the next few Aiden weeks, Hill. Aiden Hill will be yep. wandering around with the Stanley Cup. He did not have that luxury in years past. He was traded for a fourth-round pick, if memory serves. So, no, you actually do not need one of the best goaltenders in the league to win a Stanley Cup. You need competence. And, and he had played in the NHL, but as as far as I can see on Hockey DB, hadn't played a playoff game in the NHL not until one. this year. Yeah, there you go. A rising so. tide floats all boats, and uh, a defensively sound team will make up for any kind of mediocrity between the pipes. And at times, it was a lot better than mediocrity. I would suggest for a lot of the season, it was way better than mediocre. It, you know, this, yeah. this was Vegas's year. Is that an excuse? Oh, Brendan, you're giving me an oh. excuse. No, Vegas was probably a cup favorite from the first week of the preseason last year and they managed to get it done they made a series of moves to get it done and here's where i say to you i really believe this is edmonton's year and i believe they'll be making a series of moves to try and get all that done as well agreed yeah they've they're right in the mix it's and we've talked about it before it's wafer thin the difference between the edmonton oilers and and the vegas golden knights it was incredibly close series that could have swung the other way with a little bit of good fortune falling upon you and it fell upon the Golden Knights, and then they took advantage of it and made good on it. But it's not like it's not like you'd say the Oilers are far off. They're not like a team that just 
was able to squeak into the playoffs and loses out in the first round, and you go, oh, wow, there's a, there's a huge difference between that team and then and this team. That series was it was close, and this year the Edmonton Oilers, you know, going into it, they have to be considered one of the teams in the mix. Not only for what they have, but for the level of commitment to winning this year or next year. And beyond that, we'll revisit the conversation. 124 in Edmonton. <laughs> We're making you work, aren't we, Aiden? We'll step out. A couple more calls coming up on Oilers now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back to the phone lines we go. Uh, Chris wants to talk about uh, this upcoming season. You're on the air, Chris. How's it going? Good. Brennan, Cam, how you guys doing? We're excellent. Thanks yeah. for calling in, and especially for being patient on hold. Appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I'm, I've been kind of listening to the last callers, and, you know, I think, you know, everyone's still kind of frustrated about how the season ended and stuff, but I, I don't know. I think when you look at, if you really look at the last teams that have won the Cup, you know, they had. There's probably teams that probably should have won more than they should have, and you know, everyone can look at Tampa or, or St. Louis. But the one I'm still going to go look at is Washington. Back in 18, like 2017 was the year that everybody thought they should have been the one that should have been their year to win the cup. When the, they won the Presidents Trophy, they unfortunately got were still being spooked by their ghosts of the Penguins who <laughs> go on to win the cup that year. They, but they finally ended up doing it the next year. They go on to win the Cup. Ovechkin's your Conn Smythe winner. I mean, we see the celebration they had. But I, I hear about the goaltending, and I don't know, part of me is not as worried about it, I guess. And maybe I'm, I'm probably in the minority, and people are going to think I'm nuts for thinking it. But first off, I don't see Jack Campbell finishing with an 88 save percentage again this, this year. If he does, sure, then we're having that conversation after. But if you look at if you go back and you look at that season for Washington, Holtby wasn't their real starter for during the regular season. It was Philip Grubauer who led them, that kind of kept them afloat. Otherwise, they could have had the season that maybe Edmonton did. Stewart right. doesn't have the playoff or the season that he does. And then when it came to playoffs, Holtby stands on his head, and heck, he probably could have been your Conn Smythe winner going that way. But so I don't know. Part of me is like. I, I get it from a fan point. You know, we were sad and disappointed that the season didn't go the way, but it shows, though, how close we really are. And you know what? You just need your moment to pick your spot right, and it's yours for the taking. Yeah, agreed. Chris, great call, man. Thanks. Call us again. Yep, thanks. All right. Uh, Don, I appreciate the phone call, and thank you for hanging out on hold. We are up against the clock, though, so we're going to have to get you to call us next time. Um, mixed mixed opinions, right? And, and, yep. and, and fair. That's absolutely fair after the way that the playoffs played out in particular. So, I mean, sports are what have you done for me lately, and lately we haven't seen the best of Edmonton's goaltending capabilities because we were really pleasantly surprised by Stuart Skinner, and then in the playoffs we were let down. You know, we didn't really even get to see what Jack Campbell could have done in that setting. So 
obviously very valid questions. We will flush that out over the course of the summer. Lots of time for you and Cam and I to break it all down over the next few weeks. Right now, we're going to step out for a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. Back to talk more Pacific Division. We're going to the West Coast. Brendan Batchelor on board to talk Canucks when we come back on Oilers Now.